Greetings fellow patrons. This is Magnifico. I have some very serious things to talk to you about. Uh, mythos is being forgotten. It's not uh, being talked about and we are being forgotten. There's Our school seriously needs like some real funds because we are using like eight-year-old textbooks and I don't. it's not even right. Most of the things are wrong. And we need better books. So please share this podcast with people you love and people you don't love. That's fine with me too. Because if people know about it, then like Mythos might get some more attention and maybe some like new books and stuff. Or like new daggers and shields and cool like thick leather armor. And if we do, then we'll be like better fighters and stuff. So please share this and spread the word about Mythos because Magnifico needs your help and so do my fellow classmates and party members. So uh, we love you. Please enjoy this next episode of Bugabeha. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, There's Missy and Kenny, and Missy has her hand on Kenny's shoulders. She's like, Kenny, look me in my eyes. Look me in my eyes. Make eye contact. All right. Okay, buddy. I have a mission for you. All right. I'm about to go up on stage. I'm going to perform. I'm going to give the performance of a lifetime. It's going to be distracting. It is going to be enamoring. Yes, it will. It's going to be amazing. What? Okay, I'm back. <laughs> and so she was like, she was like, ooh. Okay, I'm back. All right. So, because people keep walking past her. Still so anyway, paranoid. Yep. So paranoid. <laughs> and so she goes, all right, buddy, I need you to do me a favor. You know Marissa Dupree. You know her well. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I need you. There's a necklace that she's wearing. I need you to steal it. I need you to just pickpocket. We'll return it. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it somewhere in the house. But I just need you to... Or maybe we won't leave it somewhere in the house. I don't know. We'll decide when we get there. <laughs> but I just need you to snatch it off her neck without what? her noticing. Do you think you could do that, buddy? It's Why? a mission. Um, it prevents her from being charmed or persuaded away from her post. And you remember why we're here, right? Mm-hmm. We got to get information on the two world order. We got to... Oh yeah, our names. That that's probably why she didn't want to play games with me. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> buddy. So if I get the necklace, she might want to play, play games with, with you. Me. You could persuade her. Yeah. I'm sure there's so many fun games upstairs that we don't oh, even man. know about. So, anyways, with all that being said, do you think you could do it, buddy? I will give it my best shot. Absolutely. <laughs> she looks him and she looks him and she goes like this. She's yep. like, best friends, besties. And, and then she holds up her pinky. <laughs> and Kenny just like. Pinky? Give your pinky, her pinky this. With his <laughs> hand. <laughs> with his yeah. whole hand. This works. Yeah. Yeah. And says. Pinky swear. I don't know what this is, but I will do my best. I promise. <laughs> it's, it's a bond of siblinghood. Of Ironic. besties. Ooh, that's deep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically, it's also the game that gets you upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even grow. Oh, oh, <laughs> this is the best episode ever. <laughs> so, again, Missy, full eye contact, Kenny's fist around her pinky, not breaking eye t- contact. Ready? Besties. On three? On three. You count. On three or after three? After three. After th- we'll say three and then besties. Yeah, yeah. Okay, one, one two, two, three. Besties. besties. Yeah! <laughs>
Yeah, yeah. nailed it. She turns around, she's like, who wants to hear some banjo? <laughs> People freaking out. For those of you who still have been listening to all of these episodes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it was worth it for this. It was all worth it. So, <laughs> you got so, so as soon as that happens, the crowd kind of shuffles off to the side. Uh, Snyder kind of like steps up on this little, it's a tiny little stage in the corner of the room. Uh, kind of pulls off the record player, uh, you know, sets that aside. He's like, hey, everybody, thanks for coming to my party. This has been sick. I've been really loving having everybody here. It's great. Bunch of cool people. Drinks backyard. Guys, uh, this is sick. I'm actually super stoked to let everyone know this, but uh, we have the first ever human performance of music on the danjo happening uh, by uh, Missy Mayfield happening over here. So let's uh, invite her up, everybody. Let's get her head. Yeah. Yeah. Mattel, Missy G. Yeah, that's Mattel. it. That's what it is. Yep. It is. Yeah. And so she yep. walks up to wherever the spot is and she slings her banjo around and she's like, all right, everybody, this is a little one I'd like to, you know, a rendition I'd like to give to y'all. This is from home. And then she swings her guitar around. Hey, and hey, real hey, quick, hey. before you perform that, uh, roll me a will save to see if you freak out. Oh, yeah. Is that a D20? Oh. Yep. You're in a new situation. Oh, All eyes are bad. on you. Oh, shit. You see everyone, and you can see what everyone is thinking all what at the is, same time. What is the, the, for the, it's constitution or no, wisdom? It's wisdom? Wisdom saving throw. Hang on. I just love what the, on. wait, look out. Like, I love the idea of, like, someone's walking next to you, like, don't drop that. And, like, count to three, they take three steps, and they drop something. Yeah. <laughs> I just love that she's so perceptive. <laughs> Wait, what is it? It's a wisdom, wisdom modifier. Wisdom modifier. Oh. And if it'll show if you're like <laughs> That's it. only an eight. Oh. Oh. Mister's freaking out a little bit. All of a sudden it becomes a little too much. You see what everyone's thinking about you. You know they're judging you. You can you can read their thoughts as they are saying all these thoughts are flooding in your head. You're freaking out a little bit. And it's time. It's time to perform, Missy. <laughs> so Ooh, okay. So she like kind of shakes out her hands a little bit. She goes, ha. Ha! Huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is a little number from home. Ha! Natural 19, oh! bitches! Natural 19 yeah. plus yeah. like six or something. Sick. Yeah. Yeah. What is that with disadvantage? So that's. Oh, shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Come on, roll good, Missy. You're freaking out. I'm so nervous. That does. Wait, no, that counts. 19 again. 19! You 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 like steal yourself for a second. You're like I can see what every single person is thinking right now, and it freaks you out. And all of a sudden, you change your thoughts and you go, "I can see what every single person is thinking right now." <laughs> and all of a sudden, you know exactly what to play to make the crowd go wild. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it out. Just pretend the banjo sounds like that, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> a little more twangy, but same idea. And people have never heard this before. They start headbanging. It's getting rowdy. Hambino's still got the moves. He's busting it on the dance floor. But still, the crowd starts pumping, though. Yes, even Marissa over the side, you know, like starts turning her head and it's just kind of jamming and, and it's kind of fixated on what you're doing over there. Nathan is just holding the wall right next to Marissa and he's just like kind of bumping his head a little bit, getting into it. And he just like turns to Marissa as it gets loud and he's like, So have you watched Star Wars? What? Have you watched Star Wars? What's. Where? 
they're like wars in the stars. Uh, it's a movie. Oh yeah. Uh, no, I I haven't seen any Earth movies. No, no. Do you guys have movies here? We have something like movies here. I've heard kind of how they are. In here, it's just like uh, memories get projected onto a screen, and that's kind of how it goes. So movies are really just people's memories. But whoa. You know, so unless you know someone who had some cool stuff happen, there's really not much to watch. Oh, have you seen like cool stuff? Yeah, I mean, there's some cool things. I mean, like, one of my dad's uncles, uh, you know, like, he, he fought an ogre, you know, with a sword, so we got to watch him do that. It was pretty crazy. Um, you know, another guy uh, went to go see some kind of far-off lands and creatures and stuff, and we got to kind of see all that. So, I don't know, some cool stuff. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. What's a Star Wars? Uh, it's basically like um, uh, if wizards went space. Yep. Kind of like that. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's just a bunch of really bad guys. Yep. Uh, and it's about defeating the bad guys. They're the Empire. Have, have you've heard of empires? Obviously. Sure. Yeah. In this so world. there's like an Empire bad space wizards. Uh, the. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool movie. I'll have to show you sometime. Yeah, I'd be into that. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Well, awesome. let me know if you find it sometime. Yep. Yep. There you go. Right. <laughs> and he's just still holding the wall. There you go. The the there you go. <laughs> classic. Uh, classic wallflower. Yep, yep. <laughs> All right, so here's the deal, guys. I get upstairs. Missy's got the crowd. Marissa's still at her post. Everyone's distracted, but somehow y'all got to get up there. What's your plan? Yep. Hamino's looking say, pretty lucky. I'd right. say at this point, you guys have so, made a good impression. Uh, for the most, I mean, you crushed it at a drinking game. Missy did. She's also slaying it with the crowd. Hambino won a dance competition. Mitch just totally demolished the hot squidos. So, <laughs> Kenny, um, Mitch has a plan. Yep. Uh, and so Nathan's doing good with at least Marissa. I have so. an idea. <laughs> um, so, Kenny um, has a mission that he just received. Mm hmm. From his bestie, his new bestie. Yeah. Um, and so he's trying to figure out a way to get that necklace off. Um, so this might be a route that we could get upstairs. Um, but he's going to uh, roll a perception to see if he can figure out where Magnifico is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Does Magnifico even have an invitation, though? It's a good question. Yeah. Roll that perception check. Let's see. Uh... Hmm. Honestly, when you were describing the circumstance, I thought it was going to be Magnifico. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I'm sure they know each other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a nine. Okay. Uh, yeah, he might be here. You haven't seen him. All right. So I think Kenny's just gonna like walk around until he can find him. He's he's gonna look. Uh, who? Uh, so Kenny's in the kitchen. Is there anyone else in the kitchen right now? Uh, yeah, well, so as you're in the kitchen and everything, the music is still kind of overwhelming. Most people are in the, in the living room there, but in the kitchen, you see Magnifico. He's up on the counter, uh, and he's talking to two different elven girls. like, no, I could, I, seriously, I could drink like a thousand of these things. Dwarves are very fortuitous, okay? We can drink, <laughs> we can drink so many, there's like so many things that doesn't even bother us. Like, look at me do this. And he like hops up on one foot. Like, see, I could do this like forever. I could do this all day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're both like not, they're like barely glancing at him outside their eye. They're mostly trying to listen to the music coming through the doors. Oh my gosh. Yep. Uh. He says, oh, Kenny, what happened to your faith, man? Kenny's <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know what happened. Oh, my. And he touches and he feels, <laughs> and for the first time, he realizes he has a nose that, yeah. you know, there's something that's actually physical. He's like, well, uh, 
I don't know something. It was something with those that's not sh- anyway. Yeah. Uh, how, what's up? What are you doing? Yeah, as you approach Magnifico too, for the first time, you truly smell Magnifico. <laughs> <It does. laughs> and it's a kind of a combination of like leather, citrus, and anatomy. <laughs> what a word. Talking about an yeah. old man. Kind of like Florida. the, yeah, a little bit. You could smell kind of like the Crisco in the hair. Um, <laughs> you know, it's the whole thing. So it's like, yes, yeah, neither's like one of my best buddies and everything. So like, it's not that I was like, Magnifico, you have come to my party. So I was like, one of the first. You gotta get an invitation. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm here for that. Um, yeah, no, I'm just hanging out. I'm just like rolling around the scene. Everybody love Magnifico. So just uh, you know, talking and smoothing like I do. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he actually got here early to help set up. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. And leaving early too. That's how the cool kid do it. <laughs> well, I so I was just curious if I could get your help with something. Yeah, but I do. We are we are on a party. All right. So if you need something, my nephew is your boy. All right. I have so many skills. What do you need from me? So well, first of all, so <laughs> are there other people around? Uh, they're not paying attention. They're not to paying attention. They don't okay. want to hear anything Magnifico has to say. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. So, uh, so he just starts to like explain to Magnifico the whole situation. Yep. So he's like, "Well, you know, I was talking to Marissa, and uh, she's like guarding the upstairs because like there are special games up there that." We're not allowed to play oh my good, like in the Scrabble? bedrooms. Scrabble? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Twister. Oh. oh. Yeah, so, I mean, there's... I, I'm just... I, I need to get up there to find out what these games are, but she won't let me up there. Oh. And I even asked her if she'd play the games with me, and she said no. But oh. then but then Missy told me that it was because she's wearing this necklace that's, like, making her not want to play the games with me. Yeah. And I told <laughs> I told Missy you that. Really got John there. <laughs> <laughs> Came in a little hot with that one. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's an active listener. Yeah. yeah for sure. Dude, he has not blinked since the entire time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so, so basically, I'm trying to find a way to get the necklace off of her so that she'll play a game with me. Um, so that we can go upstairs, and I figured, you know, if if you're around, like, you probably, y- you've been around the block more than I have. I'm not even in high school, Dude, so... Dude, I've been around so many blocks, yeah. Uh, maybe you could help me get that necklace so that, you know, we could play some games. Yeah, I would, I would love to play some Scrabble. Let me check out the thing. So let me roll to see how he responds to this news. Poorly. So, this, <laughs> this is an insult to a member of my party. I will not let it stand. Magnifico, it is time to meet proof to you. I am loyal to you. So, <laughs> all right, can you follow me? So he storms off into the other room. Oh, no. Grabs, <laughs> grabs a cup, <laughs> grabs a cup on his way over. and says, Marissa Dupree, you have insulted my party member. I will not stand for this. And he throws the cup at her. And <laughs> can, I, can I take a reaction? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to cast shield to react and put the shield in the way of the cup. Oh, okay. 
I forget. So that's just a reaction you cast? Yes, I cast this, a first level spell as a reaction to okay. shield her from it. Is this it. like a wall of force situation? If, yes, yeah. yes. So you cast this thing, it splashes up against the shield and kind of like comes to the ground. Uh, and Marissa's like, what the hell, Magnifico? It's like, you have insulted my party member, it will not stand. Whoa. My, my member of my party must play some games. Never. Why are you defending this person? <laughs> Magnifico, what, what are you doing? My friends must play Scrabble. Out of my way, Marissa. There's, there's no Scrabble upstairs. So, <laughs> Nathan, you would not lie to me like this. You do not need to save faith. I heard the whole story from Kenny. So he like he walks up a few steps and he tries to jump and swipe at the necklace. Uh, Marissa's gonna roll a reflex save to avoid that. Uh, she definitely does. Uh, so he kind of like jumps up three steps and tries to like leap, and she just like steps back and he just face plants on the ground. He's <laughs> like, hey, "Give me that necklace!" She's like, "No, it's not even mine. Snyder gave it to me. Back off! What the hell, Magnifico? What are you doing?" <laughs> Nathan just like like Magnifico, get down! That Scrabble was in the living room. Nathan, you are also my party member, so I will listen to what you say. Uh, is Scrabble is indeed in the living room? Yes. It appears that was missing. They said it was in the ottoman. I am so sorry. Kenny had seemed to have uh, thought something else was the case. Uh, Scrabble is downstairs, so we will simply look downstairs for the Scrabbles. Marissa, I formally apologize on behalf of my party and uh, for myself. This was uh, completely inappropriate behavior. Uh, I I do apologize. I still hope we can be friends. Um, uh, Excuse me. And he just steps back uh, and and runs his hair back. It got a little unkempt during that exchange there. He just kind of Looks it back one more time, gives a little nod, and heads off to the living room to go find Scrabble. And Na- Nathan. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, as far as he knows, the biggest issue is that Kenny can't play Scrabble. So it's, that's the problem he's trying to solve. So Na- Nathan turns to Marissa and is like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, is he like actually a part of your party? That was ridiculous. No, not, not really. Uh, he's just kind of. Uh, yep. We kind of had, you know, Snyder. You know Magnifico. <laughs> you know, yeah, I know, I know Magnifico. So, as this happened, Snyder, too, kind of like muscles his way through the crowd and comes over. He's like, hey, what happened with Magnifico over here? It's like, yeah, he just like, uh, like tried to attack me. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he was looking for Scrabble. <laughs> Someone told him that Scrabble was upstairs. What the hell? It's, it's not even upstairs. What, what? Sorry. Look, I'm I'm sorry about Magnifico. I only invited him here so that I can get, uh, I can, I can pass Jim. Because uh, I skipped it too many times, and his dad said I'd pass Jim if I invited him to the party. I'm sorry. I wish I didn't have to bring him in here, but um, anyways, I, sorry about that. Um, also, uh, no one goes upstairs, right? She's like, yeah, I get it. Your dad's office. Fine. She's like, okay, just checking. You too. No one's upstairs. And kind of looks at everyone around. All right, have fun, everybody. And kind of heads back over to go listen to Mrs. Concert. <laughs> and uh, Nathan turns to, to Marissa and is like, so... Why? Why do you want to be here? You just want to hang out with people. Like it, it seems kind of lonely. Like we could, we could go and hang out. I could show you Star Wars or something. Yeah, I know, but it's just it's kind of cooler to be seen at the party at all than to not be seen. You know, Magnifico is here. All right, if Magnifico could get to this party and I can't, I just don't like how that looks for me personally. Well, you you're here and people have seen you now. Could yeah. could you just not? Yeah, leave? but then it's like if I abandon the post and Snyder's going to freak out about it and he's going to turn everybody against me. So I'm just going to I'm just going to do my job. What what is was there something between you and Snyder? No, uh it's just kind of yeah, that original ticket that he gave me, um, I think he just gave it to me because he felt bad. Uh, you know, and yeah, my 
my brother died last year, so you know I'm trying to like just find a footing somewhere. He was always kind of more social and charming, and you know he kind of helped me make my first few friends here at school. And since he's been gone, I've just kind of been having a rough time. So I thought if I could come to his party, maybe I could hang out with some people. Um, and you know the invite was cool, but honestly, I think I don't think I would have talked to anyone anyways. So. Man, I'm really sorry. That that really sucks. Yeah, it's okay. Um, it's a long story. I don't need to get into it, but... Oh, well, I mean, I, I have plenty of time. I'm just going to be standing here. I have to kind of stick with the humans. No, you don't you have know? time, John. You have to advance the plot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if... if there... <laughs> you know, I'm trying to create a genuine yes, connection to draw her away. Okay, Danny? All right. Yeah, it's like, well, uh, did you guys Then think start that? rolling for something. <laughs> So she just says, I'm just like, look, I look, I appreciate it. And hey, I mean, I didn't think I talked to anybody. So I guess I'm glad I'm at least talking to you. And uh, he kind of just like looks down, looks really nervous. He's just going to kind of like look up at her. He's like, you know, those rooms upstairs. <laughs> I mean... I've never used one of those before. <laughs> you, you've never used a bedroom before? Do you sleep outside or something? I mean, I, you know, I heard oh. you and Nathan, you oh. and uh, Kenny were talking about. Yeah. He just looks like totally starts blushing. Yeah. Uh, and she, she kind of like kind of matches a little bit too, starts to blush a little bit. She's like, um, well, uh, yeah, that's. I, I couldn't leave my post. Uh, someone would have to cover for me. Uh, you know, I I mean, I'd love... It'd be nicer to talk somewhere a little more quiet. Uh, yeah. It's it's loud, so I don't know. If <laughs> if someone could could cover for me, then maybe we'd, we'd be able to figure... At that point, Magnifico comes back holding Scrabble. It says, my mission has been accomplished. So I have Scrabble. I'm not trying to find Kenny. Have you seen him? Uh, 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 Magnifico, do you want to watch the stairs for us? Maybe Because Ken, Kenny, I think, was trying to get upstairs <laughs> anyway. Do you want to watch the stairs and wait for him? I would absolutely love to watch these stairs. They are magnificent stairs. Do you see the craftsmanship on these things? Yes. Like, <laughs> it's like mahogany. I would, I would just sit and marvel at these stairs. True, if I'm being completely honest, I've been looking for an excuse to look at these stairs all night. Yeah, I would watch these stairs for you. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Nathan like looks over at, at Marissa and is like, well, I guess we found someone to watch the stairs. Yeah, um, yeah, so, uh, Magnifico, let me give you this. So he hands the charmed necklace to Magnifico. He's like, ooh, I think, not to be a rude, but I think it looks better than me, don't you think? Uh, and she's like, yeah, just hang on to that. Um, but yeah, Nathan, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go up the first room on the left. It's quiet up there. Um, so I'm just gonna go hang out there. Just give me like a, um, I think I just kind of like calm down for a second. So, um, I get, I'll meet you up there, Magnifico. Hey, Nobody gets up these stairs, okay? I swear on my life, nobody's going to make up these stairs. <laughs> I owe you one. My my behavior before was unacceptable. Uh, so it's like, okay, um, yeah. First door on the left, I'll be just upstairs. Um, yeah, just come see me in a minute. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll be right up. I got to hand it to, to Nathan. 
Those are some pretty big balls. He was right? <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. I love it. Nathan was playing the long game. He was the yeah. one that actually solved the I would have I would have gone a lot longer, but I, I had to get brave. Yeah, no, that's, that's very what we good. Call well, wrecking is, balls. This is, yeah, yeah. this is also your first time, so yep. so now so now Missy from the stage and everyone else on the dance floor sees the the post gets unattended. Nathan maybe gives a thumbs up from the stairs yep. uh, as as she heads up, and uh, Magnifico also gives thumbs up to everybody. But he just doesn't know why. He doesn't know. He's just happy to be seeing it, you all. Kenny's uh, excited to to walk in and see that he has Scrabble. He's like, did you get the game? Kenny, <laughs> I found it. It was right there in the ottoman, like they did. Why Whoa. did you think it was upstairs? <laughs> well, that's what Marissa. Sa- Where's Marissa? She's upstairs. And there's not even Scrabble. What is the point? <laughs> <laughs> is Missy done with her performance at this point? Uh, yeah. Well, it's done whenever you say it's done. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so finish your obviously set. Obviously, it's done. You know, she it embraces and just drinks in the applause. Yeah, crowd's and, you pretty. Know, yeah. She's and off like with some country roads. And, yeah. There you go. Yeah. And she's like, "All right, party people, hit off with another tune." And then Let's the music go! kicks back up again. Yep, yep. Everyone's feeling it, dancing. No one's paying attention. Circumstances, renewed energy, back on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everyone's looking at it like it's the first time he's done it. Going, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. so she makes her way to the back, and she's like, uh, she sees Kenny and uh, Magnifico, right? And she's yeah. like, "Hey, Magnifico, what the? What happened to Marissa? Where's Nathan? Where's Miller?" Med- oh, they, they uh, well, Nathan's still down at the bottom of the stairs. Yeah, I'm, right I'm now. like about oh. to head up. I'm like watching her go upstairs. Oh, yeah, okay. I'm about to head up. Oh, so I see Nathan. Nathan. Nathan's like, I, I'm. Well, I, we have to go and search that study, but um, yeah, I, I've only got like a two minutes. Wait, it's just you and her. <laughs> <laughs> She's that's like, really wait, quick. it's just you and yeah, her. That's, that's not a lot of time. I know. Well, well, must have um, a low constitution score. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's only a 10. Oh. It's only a 10. It's only a 10. <laughs> Dear Lord, it's the only woman on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. <laughs> Um, so she's like, oh, damn. Okay, Miller. All right. Um, so you're going to get up there, but you're going up there with Marissa. We need another body up there. All right. Um, just just follow me up. Go to the study. All right, cool. And then she goes, hey, Magnifico, I'm going to go up and get uh, some Scrabble real quick. Check and see what's up there. You good? Oh, I'll, that's, I'll... That's a, that is the wrong move. Scrabble is in the Ottoman. It is not up there. <laughs> oh, all right. Uh, yeah. what is, uh, uh, I would oh, never want to lead you astray. You know what I've been planning forever? Candyland. I'm going to go look for it upstairs. Ah, okay. And so, all right, I'll see you soon. <laughs> and then she... And, and she... She looks... Okay, okay. <laughs> and she looks at... <laughs> <laughs> and she looks at Kenny and she's like and she like just kind of like very subtly motions for him to follow her yeah. and then she starts heading up the stairs like she lets Nathan get all the way to the top and then she heads up the stairs <laughs> yeah, okay. and he's like Candyland it's better than Scrabble yeah that's gr- I can't even spell I don't know why you want to play this <laughs> <laughs> I just like stacking up the tiles. <laughs> so Kenny just follow, follows it. Yep. Yep. There you go. Uh, do I need to roll a perception tech at the top of the stairs? Yeah. Oh. Top of the stairs, you look. Uh, the bedrooms all look kind of the same, kind of standard doors, uh, sort of like the little molding on the inside, panel molding, and then you, on the right you see uh, kind of a, a very different looking door. Uh, the door is much darker. It looks like it's carved out of a single piece of wood. And you notice right away that the the handle of the uh, the door looks like an ear. And the keyhole below it looks like a mouth. And you figure, 
that's probably the study. <laughs> can I? That's so weird. Yeah, yeah it's I, weird. Can I roll an intelligence check to like see? Yeah, you can head on up there. But what's everyone else doing? Well, Hamino's just trying to figure out how to get up, get get upstairs as well. Sure. Oh, he sees Magnifico over there, and you know he's he's, he's realizing that the uh, the objective is probably a little bit easier than 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 originally anticipated. Yep. You look over at uh, uh, at Magnifico. You kind of see that the coast is clear. You look back over to Spitney, and <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> stupid name. And uh, and now that the crowd is once again cheering for the circumstance, she's dancing with the circumstance. Oh, the circumstance. Yeah, so she's up on there kind of doing her fist bumps too, but trying to make it sexy and stuff like that. And circumstance, again, furrowed brow, two fists, just keeps it going. Um, yeah, <laughs> circumstances, I like your breath. She's like, I know, I get that all the time. <laughs> he also had to do a snatch out when he walked in. He's going so. to, uh, he just kind of kind of wiggle his way out of the crowd then and, uh, and yep. move toward Magnifico and he's like, Hey, buddy. Hey, dude. Hey, uh, you know, if you're trying to go up there, you're not allowed up there unless you got, like, a really good reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, he's just like, the thing is, he's, he's like, the thing is, brother, is that I'm, I am the really good reason. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, get up there. All right. <laughs> That's your tagline from now on. <laughs> Frederick J. Like, did you not see all those really great dance good. moves on the dance floor over there? <laughs> yeah, dude. Go, go get like There's a Gatorade no or something. reason, man. Yeah. <laughs> go get like a Gatorade or something. They're made with real gators here. <laughs> like, I'll be sure to get you one on the fly, too. Thanks, dude. What's <laughs> up, so you go? Where's Mitch at? <laughs> so Mitch is uh, waiting for Valerie essentially, and he's yep. just kind of watching everybody. And as Nick, uh, not Nick, uh, Nathan goes up the stairs and just looks at him and goes like, "Gotta get your little finger guns. You got it. You got it." He's like, "How long does it take to wash your hands?" I'm just, <laughs> you know, time's relative. Uh, <laughs> just a lot of things happening at the same time. Yeah, uh, maybe it's taking a little bit longer than it should have. Mm. Yeah, she said four minutes. It might have been six. <laughs> I don't know. We're not keeping our track. <laughs> Let me check my notes as to how many minutes it takes to wash elven hands. <laughs> Let me get on the chat boards it's here. It's a one D four minus. Yeah, yeah, there might be some liturgy. Yeah, Let's I know. Do it. <laughs> That's true. It's like they very just cast uh, press, press to digitation. Yeah, yeah there you right. go. Yep. But you see everyone goes up, and you're kind of looking at the bathroom door. She's not yet. You see everyone going up, looking at the bathroom door, seeing everybody going up. <laughs> yeah. What you gonna do, Mitch? <laughs> so he's gonna kind of take a look around the room and see if he can spot Snyder. Uh, oh no! Yeah, he's. It looks like he's just in the dance floor, kind of lost in the kind of bumping crowd of everything right now. All right. So that being said, he wants to. Uh, he wants to look for Kenny. Kenny's upstairs. Kenny's upstairs. Damn yeah. it! Damn it, Kenny! <laughs> <laughs> he already went up. Yep. So, man. All right. So, I want to look around for somebody that's like persuadable. Yeah. Oh, right no. now, everybody's persuadable. Except Magnifico, because he has a charm necklace. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one who's going to let you upstairs. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, and then, yeah, if you approach the stairs, Magnifico says, Whoa, Mitch, I know we are, you are in the party, but if you want to go up there, you got to have a good reason. Nobody goes upstairs. Well, you know, um, I've thought about this a whole lot. And, uh, you know... I've never really told you how just spectacular your hair is. Oh, thank you. I know that. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? Is, uh, <laughs> I have a proposition for you. Okay. If you stay here, 
I know that upstairs, Snyder keeps the most spectacular hair cream that you have ever seen in your life. <laughs> which would make your hair look just amazing to the ladies. I did not even know it could look any better. Go get this stuff for me right away. All right, I'll be right back. Okay, good luck. All right, <laughs> keep watch. Make sure nobody else comes upstairs. Okay, not a single person get by my nephew go. All right, and then if you see Valerie, uh, tell her room three. You got it. Uh, all right, so now the party is all upstairs. This must be a heartbreaking moment as Missy kind of beckons everybody over to the door with the ear in the mouth. And Nathan, as he's walking down the hall, kind of looks back at the other side and kind of sees the door with Marissa Dupree waiting behind it. And then back at the party to the right. What does Nathan do? Ugh. She said give her a minute. It only takes a second. Who said give her a minute? Oh, Marissa. And he just looks at him and he's like, really? Yeah, um, I can help you with the door, but I'm, I gotta go. Ken, Kenny's looking at Nathan with a completely blank face and one tear. <laughs> <laughs> no other emotion. He's not, he's not showing, yeah. he's got, it's a poker face, but yeah. there is a tear. Mm. <laughs> and Nathan just like shakes it off and like runs up to the door and like, what, what, what's, what, how do we get in? What, what are we doing? Uh, I roll. I rolled a. Can I do an investigation check? Uh, yeah. Cause I rolled a twenty-two. Uh, amazing. So yeah, you you kind of investigate it. Uh, you're looking at it. You kind of like just kind of like grab the ear for a second to try and see if it turns. Um, and you see the yawn just go. <gasps> oh, oh, ah, who's here? I can't see you. I'm only an ear in the mouth. Who's out there? (laughs) What's your name? My name? My name is Door Handle. (laughs) Nice. Hi, Door Handle. My my name's Kenny. Hi, Kenny. Do you wish to gain access to the study? Um, is Is that what this is? The study? Of course it is. But the only way in is if you have the key. A key in the form of an answer. Oh. What's the answer? I can't tell you that. I can only (laughs) tell you the question. Okay, what's the question? The question is, what always keeps its eye open, but never sees anything? I don't know, what? I can't tell you. Dang it. Roll an intelligence (laughs) check to try and figure this out. Uh, Well, see what you got, everybody. This is is a little player character fusion here. Well, it's official. I had too much to drink. <laughs> so what always keeps its eye open? For Zach what yeah, always keeps its eye open but never What always keeps its eye open and never sees anything? A storm. Or a needle? Oh, a needle. You've oh. answered the question. <laughs> <laughs> Come on I guess in. I'm not that drunk after all. And Nathan right. books it down the hallway to Marissa. <laughs> <laughs> Was it a storm or, or the needle? Because they both work. Yeah, you know, the storms. There are multiple. <laughs> yeah, that's, it, the answer is needle, but that yeah. works too. I, I would have like accepted a storm, storm doesn't always have a its hurricane. Eye open. A hurricane yeah. doesn't always have its eye open, though. Yeah, I feel like it, it yeah. ends, but a needle always has its eye open. That's yeah. true. That's pretty. Thank good. you, Grandma. Not bad. She was a quilter. All right, so then, uh, yeah, so the door kind of like creaks on open. <laughs> 
And as it opens up, you are, first of all, astounded by how large this study is. This is like a bedroom from Encanto situation, oh, where the inside of this study is larger than the whole of the house. The TARDIS bedroom. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah, TARDIS bedroom, Encanto bedroom. You walk in and it looks like you're in like an old personal library. Like there is a, there's actually a lit, um, like fireplace that's just kind of like cooking off on its own. Um, you see there's desks, there's bookshelves, there's books, leather bound books, papers, boards that are up, things all over the place. Um, yeah, old relics. There's small models and figurines of mythical beasts. There's small boxes with spring-loaded latches and secret compartments. It looks like he's maybe crafting secret compartments on other different kinds of objects. Um, it looks like there's plans to construct some sort of uh, robot. He's got like a little model on his desk that looks like he's tinkering with the idea of like, how could I construct like a little wooden robot situation. Um, there's a book open on his desk and there's notes all over it. Um, and, uh, yeah, you see the room other than just that soft crackle of fire and the, the kind of the dim light that's coming from that. It's a nice cozy glow in this study. There's a leather armchair, um, and all these books and notes and drawings and models, uh, little these little small relics and other things like that. What do you guys do? Wow. It seems like no one's been in here in a day. True. Yeah. yeah. It does seem so like that. As soon as the door opened, <laughs> Missy rolled a perception check and yep. she got a natural twenty. Oh amazing. So it's a total of twenty-five. And obviously she is specifically looking for two world order stuff and things to clear their name. Marvelous. Mm -hmm. Well, the first thing you're looking at, uh, you walk over to uh a book that's open on the desk, notes all over it, notes alongside of it. And you happen to find out that this is in fact a copy of Ring of the Lords. And there's all sorts of notes and things that are being drawn out of it. Um, at this point too, I'd like to pause for a second and I would love to give uh, Hambino a bottle cap oh, for a little usable inspiration because hey. he was the first one who caught on to the fact that there's something going on with the Ring of the Lords book. All right. Missy nice. picking up on it as well. I will also give a bottle cap to Hell him. yeah. Been seeking that out specifically as soon as you walk in there and you read the notes next to it. Um, you're picking up the sense that as he's taking these notes, that he treats this as being a historically accurate record of some kind. Uh, and he says in his notes, uh, humans will rule this world if we let them. Humans in the book of the Ring of the Lords, as you kind of flip through the pages of everything, you read it, it's similar to Lord of the Rings, but different enough where in this book, it looks like the humans are the antagonists. Kind of like the rings of power look like they were created by the humans. The Sauron of the story was a human, and the humans themselves were sort of the Mordor in this book. So it looks like the humans had control of this world, and they were the great enemy that had to be defeated by the elves and the dwarves and the halflings. Uh, most people would just treat this book as mythology and a fun story hey, from back in the day, from a mythical thoughts. race of people called humans. Um, but to mythos, there are some people who treat this book as being historically accurate. And it says in the corner, their ambition is unquenchable. Uh, wow. As you were looking at this, you notice that the pen that's next to all these notes, um, there's something unique about it. And uh, you just kind of get this sense of intuition when you look at it. You kind of write something down. 
And as you're writing, nothing shows up at the tip of the pen. Uh, however, on the note, on the sheet of paper next to you, the message begins to write itself. So what you have found here is a pen of message. Oh, so, that's dope. So the, the message spell is when you say something, somebody else within eyesight can hear it, even though no sound comes out of your mouth, but they can still hear it. It's the same idea in writing, that I, like can write something, I can write something and nothing shows up, but somewhere else that I'm looking at, the message will appear. So just hang on to that. I thought that was a pretty Ooh, cool. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Missy slips that into her pocket real quick. Yep. Like a combination magic item of like two or three different spells. And yeah. I, that's dope. That was pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And so she's like, guys, man, you remember Ring of the Lords? Who was the guy? It was Sledge that was reading it. And uh, man, I, I'm getting a sense that we're in trouble, y'all. <laughs> I mean, this whole story. I mean, you remember Lord of the Rings, right? Right, Jaeger? Did, you know, that was you one know? of my favorite books. Exactly, yeah. So imagine Sauron, the kings that created the ring, everyone, all the bad guys, humans. And it, it it's reading like, yeah, some people think this is a myth, but I don't think that Snyder's dad thought this was a myth. I think he thinks this is real. That didn't end for that didn't didn't end very well for him, did it? This is a very discriminatory man. Do they even have discrimination laws here in the <laughs> here in Mythos? I don't even know, but I, I, I mean, he doubts. really doesn't like. I don't know how this clears our names, other than there are certain people who really have it out for humans in this world, and Snyder's dad was one of them. So I mean, we didn't commit any crime. He was just trying to kill us on account that we were human. Well, I mean, there's 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 a bit of a reason behind that. I I suppose that that helps us a little bit. Um, Kenny's gonna roll a perception. Please do check. <laughs> it's a seven. It's not very good. <laughs> yeah, but so. he's he's looking for journals. He's looking for like personal correspondence type of mm. things, like things he's actually written. And there's a lot of those. But the thing that catches your eye is this little. Uh, there's a little blue crystal, uh, kind of a very roughly hewn crystal that's sort of just floating in the middle of the stand, uh, kind of right in the center of it all. It's just this little blue crystal with a soft, gl- soft bluish green glow, just kind of hovering in the middle of all that. And you just feel like you want to touch it. <laughs> Uh, is this something I need to roll a, a save, like a will save, or something uh, not to touch it? No, it just looks fun to touch. Um, Kenny's like, I really want to touch that thing. He says out loud. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he's he hasn't touched it yet, but he's like, he's kind of mesmerized by it, and I imagine he kind of stops. So he's you're looking like, at Abu, it. Basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that yeah. exact moment. Yeah. Kenny's eyes going wide. <laughs> Uh, does, floating red so Missy kind of sees this thing and it's like hang on buddy hang on hang well, on but I, well, well let me let me just say can I roll an investigation yeah right. or an arcana or an arcana uh, rocks it's another natural 19 right. plus so, like 3 so yeah. if you if you peer very closely at it it looks like there's some sort of uh, like image or like a movie almost playing on it once again like the memories from uh, Inside Out where it's like inside the glass it almost looks like there's a scene playing out Will it hurt it? Kenny grabs it. <laughs> so you touch it, you kind of knock it loose, it kind of like, boom, glows for a second. And uh, kind of similar to the, uh, help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're my only hope. This little blue hologram image of uh, Randall Mayweather appears. And uh, all of a sudden, there's Mr. Mayweather. You've only seen him dead, 
But there he is in his his sensible slacks and his uh, maybe oddly feminine shoes to some people. It depends on who you're asking, but it's fine. He's wearing his polo shirt. He just looks like a normal guy. And there he is on the, you know, he just kind of appears as this little kind of magical hologram for a second. And, uh, you know, he's kind of, he's rubbing his temples a little bit, kind of takes off his reading glasses and says, well, the day we feared has come. Four human students have been placed at Bugbear High. We've done a lot of great work hampering this infestation thus far, but this is different. Now they're sharing classrooms with our children. And we got to nip this in the bud before it even begins. Our first attempt to remove the humans was unsuccessful. Somehow they were able to manifest, which was a surprise to all of us. They even held off the corrector himself. But once the technician completes his little pet project, the humans will not be able to manifest again. Until he does, proceed with caution. You've all read The Ring of the Lords. Never underestimate their resolve, their ambition. I know that what I'm asking you to do is grisly. It's uncomfortable. And for many of you, for lack of a better word, it might seem just downright evil. But believe me, my friends, history is going to thank us for what we're doing. We're doing what the vast majority of mythos wants to do, but nobody else has the courage to do. This must be done for the greater good, my friends. This world belongs to us, and we won't let them take it from us. Anyway, I'm sure we all want this to be done, so let's be quick about it. I'll see you soon, my friends. Makes a gesture with his hand that kind of looks like a reverse rock and roll. So kind of thumb and forefinger together, pinky down, and just the middle finger and ring finger up. Makes that gesture and says, two worlds, everybody. We'll see you soon. And it flickers out. As all of you are watching this thing flicker out, you uh, there's kind of a, an odd silence as everything, it's like all the air gets sucked out of the room as soon as the hologram disappears. So everybody goes into the office and uh, into the study and Nathan pieces out to go <laughs> towards the yes. bedroom that Marissa had pointed out. Uh, you walk over there, you knock on the door um, and you're going, I'm, I'm so sorry, give me just like one more minute. Um, yeah, just, just a second. Uh, so you're just kind of waiting out there. And as you're waiting out there, uh, you hear somebody coming up the stairs and somebody passes by and it is none other than Snyder Mayweather. And he says, Dathan, what the hell are you doing up here? Oh, I'm sorry. Mar- uh, is in there. Wait, is the study open? What uh, the hell? Oh, no. What? Then no. he starts walking towards the door. No, no. Cut back to the study. You know, there's kind of a pause in the air. And you hear, what the hell are you doing in here? You all turn around to see Snyder Mayweather. And he said, well, a lot of good Magnifico was. And Hank, you're in dad's study. Okay, hold on a second. I found a chunk of meat pinned to the wall when I came downstairs the other night. And Mancy was freaking out, covered in rainbows. (laughs) Missy! And there was this note... Hold on, hold on. And he pulls out of his pocket a note that says, and I quote, I have gone to a land that is not the one, that is not this one, and I may be back soon. Don't forget to feed the chimera. And 
I like my new shoes. Thanks. <laughs> Mr. Mayweather. You know, I thought that sounded exactly like dad, but now I'm thinking that's pretty fishy. <laughs> I mean, you know what? My dad told me not to trust you humans, and I thought you guys could be cool, but here you are in his study. Maybe he was right. You know, where the hell is my dad? Missy cast sleep. Cast no, I was, sleep. Yeah. Before you do that, Mitch is going to turn to oh. him and he's like, honestly, I just thought this was a bedroom and I'm <laughs> waiting for somebody. <laughs> Roll persuasion okay. with Come on, man. disadvantage. I dropped it out of the tray. Disadvantage? Oh, shit. Okay. Well, it's better than what it would have been. Um... The 12. <laughs> it's not going to be his 23. Ugh. He says, you know what? Screw this. Oppenheim, clatter! And he slams the door shut and locks it. And this little, that little wooden robot thing that was in the corner of the room, uh, this little model of a robot thing he was trying to build, just kind of like Ant-Man, just boop, 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 like wildly grows in size and all of a sudden it is standing about 12 feet tall in the middle of the room this is a robot that looks like barrels and wires and metal casings uh oh, looks no. uh, let me give you a little bit of a picture here i'll see if i oh hold on I'll see if we could find a way to kind of get this to everybody else, but it looks a little something like this. Its forearms oh are barrels. Oh. Its Goodness. face is an actual watch face, and it just grows in an instant to fill the room and just says, Intruders. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh my gosh. Hambino uh, uh, got a seven. <laughs> uh, Kenny got 11. Nice. Missy got a 14. Mm -hmm. Mitch. Uh, 24. Wow. And Nathan. 18. All right. Wherever he is. Wherever I may be. And let us see how our uh, clockwork golem has done here. Nathan is outside still. Yes. Um, but now, so rolling for initiative. Top of the round, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the boss fight. By the way, this is a boss fight. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> we're going to kind of consider this the boss fight of book one. If we're talking about this in uh, AP terms or, you know, just kind of a, a bigger deal. Like, this is this is no joke, guys. Like, bring out your A-game for this guy. So, uh, first up in the round is Mitch. All right. So, Mitch is just going to, like, he's going to get that face that's pretty uh, staple for him at this point where he's just like, <laughs> God. And then um, he's going to step off to the side and try to get out of the way and clear an opening in front of this thing and just reach his hands out and try to ignite that same flame that he's accidentally done before. Here and we go. The words again. And he's just like, I don't remember how this works, but you feel pretty good about it now. You got this. Squeedos. Squeedos. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> and so Spicy hot he's going to cast up. Uh, Flaming <laughs> hot. He's gonna cast burning hands on this thing. He's like, Give me a reflex save. Oh, reflexes! How quick is this guy here? Uh, just a sec. My D twenty hiding. Of a Does barrel. not show me the DC. Ooh, terrible! Well, I'm sure it's better than a six. So. Okay. Well, then, yeah, you you definitely fail. Yep. So that is a three D six fire damage. Woo! Let me get my dice. Move Cody's D twenty from my tray. Sorry. Oh, poop salad. <laughs> oh. 
It's a three, a one, and a one on three d6 fire damage. Wow. So five points of fire damage to so, make my life miserable. Yeah, so the thing does not... It, I mean, you can tell that it's kind of singeing some of the barrel and wood that this thing is made of. Barrel and wood and metal and gears. Uh, and you see it kind of blackens some of the wood, but it otherwise does not flinch. Um, uh, so yeah, it does some damage, but just five. So then we cut outside into the hallway where this door slams shut. Snyder's holding the ear of this door and looks to his right and sees Nathan. Nathan is running towards him. <laughs> like, yeah, it's Nathan's turn. So Nathan, you see Snyder and he kind of turns like, yes, yeah, so you want to tell me what's really going on, Nathan? What did you do to them? What's going on? Oh, don't worry about it. They're going to be just fine. Uh, we're Hold on. We... Dad told me if anyone's in his office, you shout Oppenheim Clatter. So now Oppenheim's going to take care of them, and I'm going to take care of you, Nathan. What are you doing up here? Okay, um... Is Marissa even really in there? Yes, yes, she is. I don't believe you. She is. Hold on. Listen, your dad attacked us. My dad attacked... He's been gone. Yes. The other night, we were coming back to the school, and he attacked us on the way home. Can I roll perception to hear this? I don't think you could hear anything from it. <laughs> a thick door and a clattering robot while you're throwing burning hands out there. I don't yeah. think there's a whole lot of soundproofing going through there. And Nathan is like, he attacked us on the way home. We incapacitated him and he... And Incapac Where the hell is my dad? Um... Uh, Screw this. And he goes to cast a spell... And misses. <laughs> Goes straight over his shoulder and like singes the door behind him. Russell's like, whoa, okay, just a minute. <laughs> Nathan's like, sorry. And he draws his rapier. Oh, rapier. Okay, yes. very good. All right, Nathan, would you like to take your turn? All right. He draws his rapier and um, he's just like breathing really, really heavily. And he's like, Snyder, I don't want to fight you. It was all your dad. He attacked us. Well, it looks like he had a good reason. And he goes to, like, stab at him and, like, just get get one of his legs to, like, knock him off his balance. Okay. Here we go. Oh, natural nine, but that's a uh, 14 to hit. That'll hit. All right. And let's do some damage, yo. All right. That is five points of piercing damage on his leg. Ooh, just right through the thigh. Ow! So, uh, cut back inside. It is the golem's turn. Baby, we're gonna have some fun with this guy. All right, so first things first, he kind of like shifts its weight, lifts up one of its legs, and just slams it into the ground. And you just feel the whole earth beneath you just shakes in all sorts of directions. Roll a constitution saving throw. I think that's you too. Oh, I have to roll a saving throw? Yeah. Kenny rolled an 18. Oh, God. Um, I rolled a five. Better than me. Okay. All right. Um, so, the... I'm sorry, what did everyone roll? I rolled a six. Six? Five. Five. Mitch? Four. Kenny? 18. Okay, so everybody but Kenny fails... Kenny, you're only going to take three points of damage. Okay. Everyone else is going to take six. As this thing, as it hits the ground, it seems like there's some sort of like motor on its back that's charging up electrically that shoots through its legs when it hits the ground. It's like a wave of energy flies out in all directions, shooting electricity damage across the room. Kenny leaps up to the side, is only going to take a little bit of damage, but everyone else uh, 
uh, is going to get pushed back to the wall. It gets literally like thrown against the wall with the force of this hit and takes six damage. Uh, and that is its turn. Uh, Kenny, you're up. All right. Um, so, uh, uh, can I do like a just a perception check real quick? I just want to see if there's anything I can use like improvise in the room. Yep. Um, all right. So let's see. That is a a sixteen. Oh, dude, you you did the right move, man. Oh, so sweet. as soon as you kind of like <laughs> you jump and kind of hit the wall of everything, maybe you kind of like there was a table next to you and you put your hand on it for a second as this wave went past and you see this electricity shoots out and hurts everybody else except you and you look to your left and your hand is on this long uh, coil of, of wire mm-hmm. and you realize that you see it Oh, this grants me immunity to electricity damage. Oh, sweet. <laughs> this is a ground wire. Hey, oh, yeah. Hey, nice. Yeah. So <laughs> that's perfect. Uh, so, yeah, you find a ground wire. While you hold it, you are immune to electricity damage. Awesome. So it, can I just take it with me? I can carry yeah. it around. So yeah, it's just a coil of wire that you just got to hold it. Great. All right. So I'm holding the coil of wire. Yeah. Um, so like, It's not just on your person. You have to be holding it in a hand. Right. But yes. Yeah. Um, so, but that means, so. It's not a weapon, but it's handy. <laughs> Literally. Yep. So, uh, so I'd have to use my weapons with one hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless hand. you stow the wire and go two-handed weapons. Okay. All right. Um, is that like a free action, or is that something I like? Yeah. Okay. Sure. All right. So I'll I'll stow the 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 wire and um, you got porcupine spines. You just hang it up on those. Oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yep. Um, you have improvised weapons all over your body, Kenny. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> you are made of <laughs> knives. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I think he's gonna use his uh, short bow uh, to hit this thing. So. Uh, let's see. That's an, a natty 18. Nice. Oh, plus six to hit. That so, hit. So that hits, um, and that's 1d6 plus 4. Okay. Uh, so seven points of damage from the short bow. All right, nice. So just sticks into, kind of gets between the wood and the gears. And just nice. Uh, perfect. All right, next up is Hambino. Well, Hambino is going to do the only thing that really... Makes any sense? He's going to rage. Yeah, and uh, go for an attack, and hope for the best. Come on, bro, kill this thing. So let's uh, let's see what we got here. All right, that would be a sixteen to hit. That's gonna hit. All right, awesome. Now I gotta remember what I actually get to roll for damage because I'm way too drunk. Yes. <laughs> got a D twelve over there, bro. Yeah, baby. D twelve. You had proficiency to that too, right? Yes. Right. That, uh, Strength well, and proficiency. That would be uh, nine points of damage. Oh, okay. Shabang! Marvelous. One big, good, clean swing. What's your weapon again? Great axe. Great axe. Chops that wood, baby. We're going to chop that tree down. Missy's up. All right. So she's going to step forward just uh, one step. You know, just kind of like put her foot forward and go, everybody back up! And she's going to cast Earth Tremor. Oh, yeah. And so that is 1d6. It's a deck save of okay. 14. Okie doke. Let's look up these stats right here. <laughs> there we go. Natty 19. Ah, darn it. So right. close. Does it take like half I damage? I rolled a 6 too for damage. The top Ooh. Does it take damage. like half damage or anything? I don't know. It says uh, you cause a tremor on the ground within range. Dex saving throw. 
On a failed save, Desus or da, 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 da. On a successful it's save. It's not on loose earth or stone. It's on a carpet. Works. <laughs> it's a shag carpet. So. I mean, it becomes difficult to rain until cleared within each five foot diameter. Oh, so you mess up the woodworking in this office. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure he already did on his first stop, so that's yeah. fine. Uh, yeah. It, so it, it just knocks him prone, but I don't know if with the deck save, I don't think he's knocked prone. Yeah. Well, then he's good. Back to Mitch. Oh, Danny, sorry. Uh, really quick. That is actually 11 points damage, not nine. Oh, I really? To add my plus two to my rage. Oh, nice. really? All right. Plus two to damage. Mitch. All right, so in response to being thrown up against the wall, Mitch is going to use his new spell, which Whoa. is uh, clearly new to him because he just kind of backs off the wall and he's just pissed. He's like, I hate Snyder, I hate this house, and I am so sick of being hit. <laughs> and he just looks up and as he looks at this thing, his yep. eyes just light up and yep. they look like they're catching on fire Whoa. as they're just burning out of his skull and he casts Hellish Rebuke. Oh no. So give me a dexterity save. Oh, that, I'm, again, this, this is, is just a mad Mitch. It's a barrel. Um, yeah, dex save's gonna be a, an 11. Alright, that's a fail. So you oh. take 2d10 fire damage. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Come on. It's a crack die. So just the rage that Mitch feels manifests in flames around Oppenheim. 15 points of fire damage. Oh, okay, so good. okay. Yep. Now we're talking. Now this thing, it's still looking mighty fine up there. Uh, not quite bloodied. It's still got plenty of fight left in it. This thing is built for defense, home defense, right here. We're back out in the hallway with Snyder and Nathan. Snyder, what you gonna? Or Nathan, what you gonna do? Is it not Snyder's turn? Uh, technically, he, I just stabbed him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're gonna go with Snyder's turn. Um, so Snyder uh, is going to. Um, yeah, so he kind of gets this wound on his neck. Or on and, his leg. Or on his leg, yeah. And uh, it just says, like, oh, my. Get out of here. So he just leaps down the stairs. And uh, even with the damage, like, he, like, tumbles down the stairs Oof. and just rolls down. And he'll actually take damage for that. Five points of damage. Oh, oh. Uh, so just. And Magnifico's about like, oh, it's not. What's the matter, dude? Can I help you? Uh, and he's just like, no, get out of here. Party's over. And he just starts running out the front door. Um, Nathan, you're up. Nathan turns to the uh, door and he just yells, needle, needle, needle. <laughs> <laughs> the study door swings open. Awesome. Yep. And. Uh, is that a move action? Can I fire? A, that's a that's uh, a free action. All right, You're speaking to a door. Firebolt. Yeah. I uh, actually first thing he does is uh, he sees this giant wood golem, and uh, immediately reflexively he fires a firebolt at it. And sure. So here we go. Here we go. Natural one. Oh, oh no! Shoot! <laughs> <laughs> so a spell fail is just gonna be that goes off right at the tip of the wand right there. So, uh, so what kind of damage does that do there, Nathan? Nine points of oh damage. Oh my oh. god! Let's. I just love the. It's probably here's what I imagine happens. You know, you kneel, kneel, kneel. Door swings open. Fireball. Door swings back closed. Boom! <laughs> it just goes off point blank. Oh, so bad. <laughs> the back of the door out. Uh. Oh, so Nathan just smoked himself, and we're back to the golem. <laughs> so golem. You know, now that uh, Hambino's right right up against him with the great axe, picks up one of its arms that is literally a barrel full of metal and gears, goes to swing it at Hambino. Uh, Hambino, how's a, how's a 12 treat you? 
That is a miss. Oh, cool. Well, let's see how the other one does. All right. How's a 17 treat you? 17. That would be a hit. That'll do it. Let's roll some damage. Oh, that's disappointing. That's only three points of damage. All right. I'll that take it. That could have been a lot worse. <laughs> uh, great. So that's the golem. Kenny's up. All right. Uh, so Kenny's just going to uh, fire another one of these arrows. All right. So let's see there. All right. That is uh, a nine. Oh, that is going to miss. All right. He shoots the wall. Amazing. The wall will forever remember what you did here today. <laughs> I'm Ham glad the wall does not have an ear or a mouth. Nope. Hambino again. All the right. like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, what the door gonna, is saying to Nathan. We're Yo! We're gonna, we're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't who am I talking to? Oh that was God. that was a dick move, whoever you are. <laughs> that was so loud. I can't even hear what you're saying. Oh man. <laughs> door is pissed. Um that would be a 13. To hit? hit? That's a hit. All right. It's right. a big target. All right, here we go. Let's see what we got here. Oh! Uh, 18, <laughs> 18 points You're good over there, bro. Oh, I like the verbal math you just did. Yes! Oh, my God. Oh, nice. That's, well, That's drunk calculating right there. That's pretty good. Well, that's a huge hit. I'm going to let you know, total, you've done 45 points of damage. Holy this guy. crap. Real, real quick. Yeah. Uh, he's still up, and looks like he's still got some fighting him. Missy, you're up. All right, so she's like, all right, you son of a bitch. And she has, <laughs> she casts Earth Tremor again. She's going to try okay, to knock him over. Okay, try again, knock him over. So, yeah, so dexterity saving throw on his end. Okay, here we go. What's he got? Oh, it's an 11. <laughs> that ain't going to do it. And it's only one point of damage, but he is <laughs> He's knocked prone. Amazing. All right. Uh, so can I describe how I see this in my head with Earth Tremor? Absolutely. So I see it very Scott Pilgrim style. So yeah. Yes, like steps forward and she kneels on the ground and raises up her fist and it's almost like slow-mo and she slams the ground Whoa. and it's like sonogram like Earth, you know, yes. like echoes like that <laughs> reverberating comes off of yes. her. Yes. And like the boom and like the graphic and the cartoon, you know, yep. graphic. And then it just like all of a sudden zooms back into like regular time. <laughs> and it oh, over yeah. And yeah. yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Perfect. Nice. Mm -hmm. And the golem loses its footing and kind of lands on the ground. Uh, we're back to Mitch, top of the round. All right, Mitch is just going to uh, cast an Eldritch Blast on this thing. Because Cause why not? Yeah. Jaeger bomb. Ooh, um, that's a 19 to hit. Dude, 19 is going to hit. You're killing Sweet. it, bro. This is the best I think I've seen you roll the entire Ever? time. Chad is games. a monster tonight. And he's still void of all sense of consequences, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. just doing this. I yeah, can... so just nicks him a little bit with two points of damage. Ah, uh, all right. Well, hey, it's not nothing. Uh, so now it'd be Snyder's turn here, and you just kind of hear the front door swing open. The music stops, and people start hubbubbing. And uh, you see people kind of like following him out, wondering what's going on. And. Uh, and Nathan, you kind of like, you know, push the door back. Needle, needle, push it back open. And it's open, but you look to your right and kind of like the other door swings open. And Marissa's standing there and just kind of sees you blackened with soot. Yeah. Snyder running down the hall and is just like standing with a look of confusion on her face, kind of looking at you at the other side of the hall. Uh, Marissa, help! 
there's a wood golem in here. She kind of like hesitates for a second and then just closes the door. And Nathan, it's your turn. <laughs> he just, he just like, it like you guys are all hurting and he's just like standing here at the door and he just like sees the rapier in his hand and he just sends it flying right at this thing cast catapult right at this thing sick all right roll me a deck save oh gosh you're you're really bleeding the decks out of this barrel hold on i can't see the die but it was a natural two all right that's gonna work that's three d8 points of damage Oh, there we go. 15 points of damage. <laughs> oh, nice. And the rapier is destroyed. <laughs> wow, you destroyed your rapier? Yes. It's like it's lodged in the golem. You see it like stick, and the gears like lock on it for a second, and then they just crunch the rapier. Yep. Um, <laughs> awesome. That was pretty slick. Yeah, he's starting to look pretty beat up, but he ain't done yet. Golem is on the ground now. So what it does oh, here... Oh, and as, as Nathan does this, he, as a bonus action... Just in his head, he just starts humming the Duel of Fates. Yeah. And uh, from Star Wars and uh, sends that flying as if with the force. Yep. And uh, he's just in it. And so he activates his blade song. Oh. Uh, so that ups his AC by three. Oh. And um, he's got uh, advantage on con saving throws. Okay. And his his movement speed is up by 10 feet. Wow. So he's faster, stronger, not and uh, ready to murder this thing. Don't nice. do it, Gollum. I have the high ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this this guy then, he he plants he plants the barrels. His his arms kind of being barrels. He plants them in the ground. Rotates his body up, so he's kind of upside down. He's gonna pull like a little break dancer move, like spinning on his head, and his bot- his the bottom half of his body starts spinning around, and you can just see lightning crackling off of it as it's spinning, creating like this you know turbine in the middle of the room. You feel wind picking up around you as like the room and papers all start to swirl around the room as he's become like a little blender in the middle of the room, and you all feel kind of pulled towards him as he is spinning his legs around like this. Roll me a Constitution. Saving throw. Hey. Again. Everybody? Oh, much better. Everybody. 21. Oh, nice. 20. Big boy. It makes sense because he's a really heavy guy. Yeah. Yep. 11. 11. <laughs> yes. The, the circumstance roll. That's very good. 15. <laughs> This is constitution saving throw. <laughs> it came around eventually. Yeah. Well done, Kim. <laughs> so good. Constitution. Is that going to be required for any time anybody rolls an 11 now? Uh, <laughs> 14. 14. 14. 14. All right. So everybody succeeds except for Kenny. Uh, so <laughs> The circumstance. So... <laughs> So as the room is spinning around, everyone that has the body mass of a teenager is doing just fine. But Kenny's little body just gets caught up in the swirling winds and it literally picks him off his feet. He almost like with no ability to resist it. As soon as drawn in, as soon as Kenny realizes that he's going and he's like, he's going like there's nothing he can do. (laughs) Yeah. He leans into it. Yeah. He's like, I'm going. 
I am going. And he pu- <laughs> he pushes off. Yeah. Straight up Fortnite skydive into this. Yeah, there you <laughs> yeah. go. Puts up a Superman fist and just starts swirling around the room. <laughs> Everybody watched him floating, getting sucked into this middle. So as soon as he hits the center, these spinning legs are now going at a crazy fast velocity. Oh, no. And they just crack you as soon as you kind of come in contact with them. And it does 16 points of damage. Woo! So I'm at negative three. Oh! Yeah. But you know what that means. You know what that means for an orc, Kenny. Kenny's dead. (laughs) (laughs) He hits the wall, and you just see five different bones in his body, including his neck, snap against the wall, and he just drops to the ground like a ragdoll. And the wind is still going, so it's like ragdoll physics, where he's just floating around the room. And just arms and legs swirling and flailing. So you're still in this fight. The golem is a spinning blender in the middle of the room, and Kenny is ragdoll floating around the room. Oh, no. It would be Kenny's turn, but now it's Hambino. <laughs> All right. Hey. Huh? Wind well, whipping in his blonde here hair. Goes up. Or his here red goes hair. Right? Absolutely something. Here we go. Um, that would be a uh, uh, 22. 22 is definitely a hit. All right. So here we go with another another roll. You're getting close to this guy. All right. That's not, not too shabby. That would be uh, 16 points of damage. Woo! Oh, man. So he's just hacking away at, uh, at every splinter of wood that he can find. Man. Yep, there you go. So as the thing is drawing you, just wind whipping across his face, just bringing the hammer down. You can't quite go for like the legs because it would just knock the blade away. Right. But you're just like a tree chopping at the trunk of this thing. You kind of you feel it really sink into the barrel. Gears start popping out one of the barrels kind of like starts sizzling and snapping and smoking. Um, you look like it's looking like this thing's pretty beat up, and we're back to Mitch. All right, just gonna do another Eldritch Blast and hope for the best. Probably not with an 11. 11 to hit? Yeah, total. Just barely. Oh, he's got a low AC and a lot of hit points. <laughs> So mm-hmm. Snyder's out the door. The door's closed. We're back to Nathan. Next up, or I'm sorry, did I skip Missy? No, you didn't. After Hambino. No, she, she wait, knocked wait. him down. I knocked him down prone. No, no, no. no but his last After Hambino turn. just swung. Missy's up. So sorry. Oh, okay. Missy's all right, all right, Missy right. gets a turn, then Nathan, then the golem again. So okay. then she is going to back up to, you know, just take a few steps back and And he's prone, her. so you'll get advantage on attacks against him. Okay, awesome. So this is my cross bro. So... Cross, bro. Cross, bro. Cross, bro. <laughs> now, I will Cross, say this: bro. you're not so because so, the winds are whipping around. You are not going to get advantage because that's going to make it harder to do projectiles through the wind. All right. Well, it's uh, 19. Okay, that still hits. Okay, so that yes. Is... Ah! Whoa! Runaway die. Ha ha! Seven plus three, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten points of damage. Oh snap! That's yeah. pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, almost there, Mitch. Top of the round. And you want you, me to go yeah, again? No, no, I'm sorry. You already went. So Nathan, you're up, and right. then it is the golem's turn. Uh, Nathan. <laughs> uh, so this, I feel like this. If I tried to throw anything into this wind, it wouldn't. It, it would take a disadvantage. Um, so depending on the attack, so if it, if, if I tried to throw something with the force again, basically another is, catapult. Yes, so any ranged attacks are gonna are gonna take disadvantage, but you have advantage because it is on the ground, so yeah. it's it's not a moving target. Um, but if this is uh, so, this is not a ranged attack. This is he has to roll a reflex save. Okay. So what are you trying to do? I'm just trying to hit him with catapult. Okay, catapulting a thing at him. Yeah. What are you catapulting at him? Uh, I run into the room. 
Uh, and what do I see right around me? Like right on the right once I walk in All the room. All sorts of stuff. There's a leather armchair. There's bookshelves. There's little side tables. There's a little ottoman. There's Scrabble. Be like one to five pounds. Scrabble. We're going with Scrabble, baby. <laughs> he takes the whole yeah. Scrabble box and he launches, casts his last first level spell of the day. Randall Mayweather has his own personal copy. Yes. It's <laughs> in a nice polished wooden box. Give me a deck save. Oh, gosh. Uh, that's a nine. Nope, that's a I fail. That's not doing 3D8 it. 3d8 coming your way with Scrabble. Yep. All right, all right. That's ten points of damage. Oh snap! So yeah, that you just psychic damage. Fancy wooden. Wait, it's psychic damage. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's Scrabble. <laughs> uh, you know. Okay. Words. Yeah. Word damage. <laughs> 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 Alphabet damage. <laughs> Multiply. <Kapow. I> <laughs> It reminds me Triple of Triple word, it, double word. Well, it reminds me of uh, Enter the Gungeon, the lowercase R. Yeah, yeah. Fire, bullet, bullet. Yeah. And it just fires the letters bullet at everybody. Oh, I love so it. Good. I love it. Uh, well, yeah, so this Scrabble box, you, you, you're going to levitate it off the ground, and it looks like it's charging up again to do another move. You launch this thing in between the gears, and it just hits it. All the pieces all fly out, and like shrapnel shred up the gears on the back of this thing. They dislodge uh, something on this little uh, kind of EMP backpack that it has and it starts to malfunction and backfire and you just see the thing start to burst and crackle and then the entirety of the golem itself explodes. If anybody else had been drawn in by that tornado you'd be taking damage but everyone managed to keep nice. their distance so this thing blows up uh, and yeah, the pieces of it just fly across the room. The only person I think that did melee damage is Hambino, so Hambino give me a reflex save. Reflex. Alright. That is not a good idea. However, well, I, yeah, I don't know. I rolled an 11. Do I add my proficiency? Uh, not to dex. Yeah, no, then that would, yeah, that'd be an 11, damage. man. Ooh, that is 10 points of damage Woo! on the self-destruct. That, uh, that is getting pretty darn close to, uh, my, uh, my, my, my... Dude, you're just able to yeah. tank that. Nice. Yeah, man. I, I, I'm still up. Well, the good news is it's not. It explodes. Hey. Hambino just shoulders it, gets blown back against the wall as well next to Kenny, sees a broken Kenny lying on the ground. Kenny, you probably have enough time for one last one last few words here. Do you want to share anything with Hambino in this moment as Hambino <laughs> cradles you in his arms? Everything hurts. <laughs> oh, no, no. No. Bestie! But it, but it was worth it. <laughs> Spoken like a true orc. Uh, see so, you tomorrow. <laughs> so, okay. uh, no. oh, see you tomorrow, buddy. <laughs> so good. Never forget me. Uh, good night. Till tomorrow? Yeah, till tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> good night. <laughs> good night, sweet prince. Uh, sweet prince. Yep. Uh, All right, so the golem explodes, and you start to hear commotion from downstairs. You know that stuff's going down. You guys got to get out of here fast. You guys got whatever information you need. Uh, you, you know you could probably grab that crystal and yep. you know, have that That's message. Definitely. Mitch is going to grab the book and the pen as well. Yes. Great idea. Yep. And then... 
then um, I will say too. In Nathan the, grabs Marissa. He's gonna leave a note inside <laughs> that says a bear did this. A bear, yeah, <laughs> perfect. A mix, mixed in with all of the other notes. Uh, so as you guys are heading out too, I'll say one last thing. This thing explodes. Uh, as you're all heading out, Mitch in front of you, a box. Uh, Can we make it cannon? I want to grab that blue crystal before we leave. Yes, okay, absolutely. Cool. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So Missy yeah. grabs a blue crystal. A box collapses on the ground in front of you and falls open in front of Mitch. And you look on the ground. And it looks like a shadow fell out of the box. And you kind of reach out and touch it, and you pick it up, and it's a, you can pick it up like it's a fabric, and you realize this is one of the shadow cloaks that the assassins Ooh. were wearing when they attacked Ooh. you in the night. I take it. Yes. So, uh, so yeah, you you hold it up, and it's actually kind of interesting as as you hold it up to the you know to see what it is. You hold it up to the light, and as soon as it stands between your body and a light source. So between the flyer that's still flickering now that all this oxygen's rolling around, yeah. as soon as you hold it up and the shadow of the shadow is over your body, it just dawns onto you. Oh, uh, And then if, if you choose, you can also grab it and remove it from yourself, like just pulling off your own shadow as well. That is so sick. Sick, isn't it? He's going to throw yeah. it on himself immediately. Cool. So now Shadow Assassin is right in the mix. So great. Grab the crystal, grab the ground wire, grab the shadow cloak, grab the pen of message, and we're getting the frick out of here. So... Uh, it may help you to grab the Ring of the Lords uh, with the annotations yeah, in there as well. Uh, to grab like the yeah, books. You yeah. got that. Yeah. All the other notes, there's a lot to grab. You wouldn't really know what to look for yeah, right now. But, but like but the main ones to like to grab both like the book and the notes that he was taking to yes. kind of prove that he was basing his prejudice on this <laughs> sure. novel. Yes, that this is sort of their yeah, their thing. So cool. So you grab that, you start hustling down the stairs. Nathan runs to the room where Marissa's at. Yeah. Uh you what do you do? I just knock. Marissa, Marissa, we gotta go. No answer. Um he's gonna open the door. It's locked. Ugh. <sighs> Needle. <laughs> <laughs> wrong uh, door. The other door says, No, that's the wrong door. Uh he <laughs> He's like Marissa, please. I'm I'm hurt. We gotta go. The party's done. No answer. The rest of the party runs down the stairs. Is heading towards the bottom. There's a mass exodus, and it sounds like there is some sort of siren going off in the distance. Uh, as people, it looks like other people are approaching. You hear a honk of a horn. Hank, you can see through the door, is outside. Like guys, we gotta go. I <laughs> uh, just honk in the horn and try and opens up the side door and is just waving you towards himself. Uh, Nathan, uh, he's gonna try and. Like, muscle open the door really quick. Strength check. Yep. All right. Here we go. Ooh. Natty 18 for a Ooh. 20 or a 19. Oh, snap. So you, you go to muscle open the door. You smash into it, um, and it, it cracks the siding of it enough. And there are actually some of the door splinters off. And you can kind of, the door doesn't come open, but you can see through it. Uh, in the crack that you just made in this door, uh, you see Marissa at the back of the room, just looking frightened back at you uh, on the other side of the room. And it's like, Marissa, please, we gotta go. What are you doing? I, I'm scared. I can't go with you. Just go. Just go. No, please. No, please. I won't. I'm not gonna do it. Just go. We uh, we destroyed the monsters. I we said go. go. Okay. And he just. <sighs> He, he, like, steps back and, like, takes, like, two steps back and, like, kind of slumps his shoulders a little bit. And he just, I'm sorry. And kind of, like, runs after the rest of the party. 
Awesome. You all sprint out the front of the door as everyone else is going. Did anyone grab Kenny, by the way? That's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) I would assume yes. Cambino will throw him over his shoulder. (laughs) You guys all all get in the van. Everyone, okay, there's your buddy. Hey, guys, where's Kenny? (laughs) (laughs) Shit! (laughs) 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 Yeah. (laughs) Cambino runs back, grabs Kenny, drags him down the stairs, throws (laughs) him in the van, dives in. down the stairs the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Magnifico's like, yo, what the heck is going on? Did I follow you guys? Guard the stairs. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You got it, buddy. So he stands by the stairs, and he's just looking at anybody ready for a fight. Anyone who tries to come up those stairs. And you have a pile in the van, and Hank just closes the door, screeches out of the parking lot, and you guys drive off into the night. Uh... And that is the end of Snyder Mayweather's birthday party. Good job, everybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, that, everybody. Oh, my we were all nervous. dead. Oh, gosh. We got problems, guys. Uh, we got problems. There's so many problems. <laughs> Hello, my name is Magnifico. Thank you for listening to the Bugbear High. The show is brought to you by our game master, Daniel Hoekstetter. The drum barlow is Nathan Miller. Cody Martin is Frederick Hambino. Jelly Martin is Mitch Yeager. Morgan Green is Mithy Mateo and Kenny Half is Kenny the Undecided. Our theme song is As Long As We Are Together by Kenny Half. Uh, our editor is Cody Martin and our cover art was created by Ashley Newell. If you like what you have heard, please subscribe, rate and review this podcast and then share it with your friends. You can support this show on Patreon to gain access to exclusive content to help us continue to make stuff like this. You can also connect with us on Instagram using our handle at BookBehind. Our episodes release every other Monday, so we'll see you in two weeks. Until next time, human tricks! Yeah! <laughs>